This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Facebook is undergoing a bit of a facelift. The social media giant, amid its talk about virtual reality and the metaverse, has rebranded itself Meta. But is that enough to escape the multiple controversies plaguing the company? I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. Joining us again to talk even more Facebook is CNET VR AR guru, Scott Stein. Welcome, Scott. Hey, thanks, Roger. So Facebook is changing the name of the company to Meta. Why? Well, this is really like um, a wallpaper on something that already existed. You know, I I think the why is that, you know, when they bought uh, Oculus, a long time ago, they had aspirations this would be something, and then they renamed themselves to Facebook Reality Labs at, at one point, um, a couple of years ago, with the same overarching ambition. I think the why now was was you know I think it's to definitely uh, deflect um, would be my perception, but I think it's also to reemphasize that for them that stuff and the future of the underpinnings of what the metaverse is. Uh, matters. And they're not wrong on that. But, you know, the execution is going to be the question. Yeah, as you noted, like this is this comes at a time where Facebook is facing a huge amount of scrutiny from regulators, from consumer advocacy groups, from seemingly everyone. Like how, how much of it is, you know, this whole strategic shift towards the metaverse versus just, you know, a need a fresh start because the Facebook name's a little tainted right now. Well, they definitely seem to be putting Facebook in a little corner, you know, where they said, you know, the Facebook app still remains called Facebook, but it's no longer the name for anything else uh, at their company. But I also think that what they're doing is trying to emphasize there's a lot of like glue that for the past few years I've been seeing that like the a lot of future technology needs and is trying to build and, and you know, call that the metaverse. Um, they're trying to build that, too. And it has to go a lot further than what old-fashioned social media was able to uh, manage. Right, right. The thing of it is, is they're, they're looking to build this new platform, this new world, which is this metaverse. Uh, and there have been a lot of questions about whether or not Facebook could even handle the platforms it already runs, since many of them are rampant with toxic content and misinformation. So did Facebook address the potential for the same problems to arise in the metaverse? Yeah, so actually I'm in progress with a, I interviewed um, Facebook's VP of metaverse, uh, Vishal Shah, who was the head of product at Instagram. And it's interesting, I asked those questions about, you know, the way Facebook seems to be, or meta, whatever, uh, seems to be interpreting this is that um, they're showing you a deeper dive of the future so that we can have time to ask these big questions um, to get ahead of it. Um, in a way that they think they perceive um, they didn't always with with social media, which is kind of an acknowledgement. But but you know, um, when I asked them about that, you know, how far of a head start this is. First of all, people are already using VR, and they want to blend their existing social platforms, which are already massively installed and are full of a lot of out of control things. So how do they wrangle that? Um, 
as they try to build new ground rules seemingly for new spaces? Uh, the answer is they don't have answers. They have questions. They're trying to ask questions, I guess. But we all have questions, you know, how that gets handled at scale. It's about like as things get more scaly up, you end up with more of the Jurassic Park type thing, which is that you build this wild idea, but but like the guardrails aren't on right. Yeah, to, to paraphrase Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park, Facebook seems so preoccupied with whether it could that it didn't stop to think that it, if it should. So uh, that that's a really good analogy because I mean I think the it did strike me when Facebook said, you know, we have years to figure this out. And to your point, you know, people are already using VR. They're, they're using VR to interact now. And and yes, and maybe the the kind of formal, um, you know, mainstream kind of breakthrough adoption of this might come in years. But are they are they you know giving themselves a little too much time to kind of figure out solutions to? what they think are potential problems, but really are problems that we already see in some of these other platforms. I think they are giving themselves too much time. I think it's a bit, that's a bit of sleight of hand. Um, there are years before this, it's going to take a long time for this stuff to actually work. Um, right. And that's becoming clear that this, this path is, you know, and, and what they showed was, um, you know, it, it's vaporwareish. It's, it, it's the stuff that's like, you know, a big dream concept that um, a lot of it, is not they, they talked about the individual products that are in the here and now, but so much of that is pie in the sky, and the actual execution remains to be seen. So, I think there's that. I think there's another thing which which we didn't even talk about that much. I feel um, there's certainly the sense that they're running. Uh, it feels like they're running away from the current moment. Although you know, it's also like the fa I was thinking about this. The Facebook papers came out. They already had this pre-recorded thing, yeah. and and then they were kind of caught, like unlike a stage thing where you could retool a stage thing, possibly they had to run this. And but of course, the stuff with Facebook has been ongoing. It's not just suddenly right now, um, but it felt very tonally off from the moment and and um, in its own little weird dream world that um, that seemed r really problematic. But I think that also we have a lot of other companies entering this space. And seemingly accelerated, you know, whether it's Google always seems to be lurking there. Apple, um, you have Microsoft always. Um, Amazon is an intriguing wildcard even. Um, it, you know, I feel like you have a lot of companies that have big aspirations for commerce, consumer tech, uh, all the stuff that Facebook is, is trying to fold into this. And... You know, I think that this is like them also trying to show their cards ahead of like a new wave of things arriving. Um, so I kind of perceive it that way, that like they're going to have their work as they try to make it more than a gaming headset. They really have their work cut out for them because then you have to play with phones, you have to play with computers and you have to play with digital goods and shopping. And like there's a lot of players in that space who have a lot of things they want to do. Right, right. And and you know, we didn't talk too much about Facebook Connect itself. That's the, the conference to talk about VR and AR initiatives. What what came out of that conference? Like what what did they announce? So Facebook Connect, um, they they really besides reemphasizing, you know, renaming and also reemphasizing the metaphors focus, which we've known for you know, over the past um you know, a year they've been talking about that specifically. Um, there's a new VR headset that's coming next year. 
um, which we expected. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg had talked to me earlier in the year about that, about something that they called a Quest Pro. This is called Project Cambria. Um, I expect it'll be the same thing, Whether they don't, who knows what it'll be named. But it's clearly a more expensive headset. It's some, What's interesting about it is that it's going to have face tracking. And Facebook has not done any, any technology yet with face tracking. It could be face and eye tracking. And those technologies are obviously going to have a lot of interest for Facebook as far as data goes and as far as using that for avatars, AI, and who knows what else. So how they get the foot in the door there and approach that. They've been trying to talk about privacy policies on their glasses with Ray-Bans. They're, te- they're, they're field testing camera sensors, studied cameras with eye tracking. There's a lot of stuff for any company to deal with there, especially Facebook. The second thing is that it's going to start blending more of AR into the headset, which the Quest 2 already does. That's interesting because they don't have a pair of AR glasses. They talk about them very conceptually, but they have to build it kind of in VR, which is, I think, a strategy other companies are going to do too uh, because it's more achievable. So like, it doesn't sound tremendously exciting maybe, but it's also that's the reason why it exists, I think. Then they also talked about they're trying to get the Quest into more of an everyday device. And the Quest 2 for me is something I get in and out of for games pretty much, and it's a very optional thing. Um, they want it to become more of a work and social tool. And to they're putting 2D apps onto it as well, which are just web apps, um, which, again, it's, it's an acknowledgement that like these it has to work with the stuff you've already got. And at some point, those other apps are not going to want to make VR apps. I think that's something that John Carmack, in the who's been a longtime um, Facebook Oculus, um, you know, player um, and 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 executive and uh, you know maker in that space. He had this unscripted thing that he was talking about that like all that two D stuff. Like we need to go to it more than it needs to come to us is what he was basically saying. I got that sense that that's the that was the underlying theme of the conference is like how do we get all that money users, et cetera, because they're not all going to want to come to a headset. And then the other, and then they talked about the AR tools, which are like, keep expanding, which are Instagram, you know, AR filters, stuff you've seen with Snapchat and um, Google and Apple have all been doing stuff in that space. Yeah. And they talked a little bit about the creator community too, right? Like there was a big segment devoted to that. Like, what, what did you think of that? Yeah. So, uh, and that was where uh, Vishal Shah was on, on stage talking about that. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting to me because he comes from Instagram and, you know, what they're promising is a lot of digital goods and a lot of things like clothing and face filters and other things. This is like video game stuff, too. You know, this is like skins and, mm-hmm. you know, and Fortnite and, um, you know, you know, you're not to go to Ready Player One yet again. But I mean, that's the stuff we imagine in those virtual worlds or, you know, Free Guy or whatever. It's all it's all in there. Um, right. your, your, your extras and your power ups and your things. They want to go there, and a lot a lot of companies are actually going into 3D items and goods. Um, uh, Sketchfab, which is a big 3D object, object repository, was acquired by um, Epic, and um, Apple's been big on scanning objects and making that a big focus for what AR means for them. Um, you know, you have a lot of people with, with believing in what they feel the protocols are for that. So they want to build this 3D repository. So I think going back to like why they were talking about it with, with an influencer and with um, influencers and things is that the AR apps, like we don't think of them as AR, but they make money for people. Like creators can, you know, celebrities can sell stuff and they can 
have effects and they can go viral. They're trying to capture, I think, some of that magic and sell it everywhere else. And that's the stuff that like VR doesn't have. Like um, not just the, but it's also scale. Like they don't have the number of users. They don't have the number of people. So like that's why this stuff does well is you have a lot more people possibly wanting to buy it. Yeah. So anything else that stood out from the event that, uh, you know, that worth mentioning? I think what stood out for the event for me really is like what you said, the, 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 the discussion of time, the discussion that, um, mm-hmm. you know, we need to keep doing this. Um, and I think the question of scale, like, you know, there's a ongoing acknowledgement from them that they don't know the answer. I've heard this from Mark Zuckerberg. I heard this from Shaw, um, that they don't know what the complicated questions are going to be that arise from these complex systems at scale. Right which is the Jurassic Park thing, it's com- complexity. I think that's true. However, there's the, well, you know, we got to still build and figure it out. And it's not clear how they can safely do that and deal with these problems at the same time yeah. and yeah. still run their massive businesses. Like uh, Horizon Worlds, which is, they didn't talk about much there, is a creator space that's been in private beta now for like it's, it was announced two years ago and they're not ready to take it out of private beta because i think they're trying to work out how this is going to happen but then like how does that resolve against like we want to create an easier way for people to create filters in on instagram right um which which is that polar app which if you think about you know how do they manage things being misused there from going viral or creating something hateful um it, it it remains really big unanswered questions. Yeah, I think there are there's just plenty of unanswered questions uh, that you know Facebook's going to answer. I think some of us are going to answer. Um, you know, our colleague Jason Heiner put it really well. Like he, after seeing some of the the slick presentations, it's sort of like, you know, I, I would love a Star Trek holodeck. I just don't know if I want Facebook building one for me. So so lots 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 to consider, lots to think about. Scott, thank you for your time. You could check out. Our full Facebook Connect coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.